Hi, thank you for watching. My name is Laurent, I'm a business coach and trainer. Today I am in Cambodia with Tassilo Brinzer. He's the co-founder and director of Hops Beer Garden and he's also an investor in several businesses here in Phnom Penh. Thank you Tassilo for joining me today. Thank you very much Laurent for the invitation. So tell me a little bit about your story, you know, from where you started up to beer now. Well, interesting. Yeah, I'm, uh, I came from a, a media background. In fact, I worked for various uh, publishing businesses mm -hmm. in, in Europe and Germany. Um, also, uh, quite a bit in the photo industry in the early stages of digital of digital photography. And uh, came to Cambodia in uh, early 2000s. Worked uh, for for a couple of media businesses here that I'm still involved in. And um, yeah. Talking today about uh, hops, uh, hops started in 2016 officially. With the whole project started in 2014, um, and I think that's what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, I'm happy to uh, to to hear your questions about the topic. <laughs> so when we were preparing the, the this this show, you were telling me that you have always been self-employed. At least, yeah, actually, if I understood well, you, you worked for one year for, for someone. Exactly. Yeah, that just happened. Uh, it happened like this. Uh, I think I realized at some stage quite early in life that uh, I'm not a good employee, but I'm quite good in, in delivering uh, you know, work and results uh, on a contractual basis. So mm -hmm. I decided to, to be a freelancer and to, to work as a consultant um, quite, quite early in my life. Um, the advantage as well was obviously that uh, it allowed me to... Uh, in between assignments, in between programs, to travel a lot, right? Which is something that I really enjoyed doing, and which I did, uh, uh, you know, through the uh, through my whole twenties. Okay. Okay. And when when did you know you had the virus of, of being self-employed and then becoming an entrepreneur? Uh, actually, here in Cambodia, to be okay. honest, um, I think Cambodia at the time uh, <clears throat> offered uh, a lot of an, an opportunities. Uh, it was a very young, very open, very vibrant economy. Mm -hmm. I'm very uh, welcoming to investors. Uh, it still is today, and uh, it, uh, it uh, you know offered me an opportunity to say, well, you know, why not start a business here? Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. A key point in that uh, decision as well at the time was um, that uh, as a foreigner, um, you you can own a hundred percent of your business. Mm -hmm. So that was definitely an interesting aspect. Okay, uh, something that is not very uh, common in other parts of mm -hmm. the world. Mm -hmm. But you didn't know anything about you know running running a business. No, no, <laughs> no. So, uh, but uh, obviously, you know, like with everything in life, you have to make your experiences. Yeah. Right? So, and uh, starting a business, obviously, um, you know, it it requires uh, you know, it, it requires the anticipation of of experience as well. Uh -huh. yeah. So good and bad. Okay. So what did you learn then? Good and bad. Um. Uh, many things. Uh, in particular, here in Cambodia, I learned uh, that uh, you know, working with with people is very, very important. Mm -hmm. um, that it's very important also to build a, a strong base of of uh, you know people that are very loyal and that are also very essential to you, which today are definitely in in any businesses really uh, our Cambodian team members. Um, they are the ones who uh, who usually hold the companies together or mm -hmm. the business together. Mm -hmm. um, uh, as you know, uh, yeah, and in particular in hops, um, talking about that, uh, yeah, I would say definitely the team is very, very important to keep, have a good team and to, um, yeah, to, to go through many sleepless nights while you build the business, while you try to, uh, you know, 
pay for expenses while you try to find the investment, mm -hmm. while you try to deal with delays, with um, problems that come along mm -hmm. during the process. So that mm -hmm. is uh, definitely something we learn. Yeah. yeah. I, want, I want to come back about you, you know, the team, team building. What's, what's your secret recipe behind building a great team? There is no secret law. It's a mix. Uh, often it's a mix of, of uh, you know, knowing what kind of people you're looking for, and then it's pure luck finding them. Pure luck. Pure luck. Um, very often, especially here in a, in a place like Cambodia, yeah, where, you, where you don't necessarily have the, the standard processes of a recruitment uh, company or recruitment uh, department. Mm -hmm. um, here, you you have to see who is here and who is available and who is interested in working with you. Um, obviously, uh, you know, in the, in the Cambodian business uh, environment, there's a lot of academic degrees, a lot of certifications out here. But ultimately, it's really sitting with somebody in a meeting and, and, and discussing and, and finding out where, where the interests are, where the abilities are. And then it's a bit of, you know, understanding people and knowing people and trusting people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, well, the trust of, of people. How do you get to that to that point? Well, for me, that's uh, that's uh, quite honestly. I'm, I'm quite. Uh, I start quite early with yeah. trusting people. Yeah. Um, in most cases, it works quite well because we, you know, when, when you trust people, they feel also empowered. They feel they they, uh, they they would like to return the trust and to fulfill the trust. So I think that is definitely in, in most cases um, that works well. Um, rarely it doesn't, but when it doesn't, you also have to anticipate that, and you you shouldn't be disappointed when mm -hmm. it doesn't work out. So. Mm -hmm. What would you say? What would you say your current challenges today with your different businesses? The current challenge is to to really dedicate time for to each of them to make sure we uh, we understand upcoming challenges early enough. We can identify problems early when they before they arise. Um, we are prepared for issues that uh, that may arise um, and always flexible enough to find solutions to mm -hmm. problems. Mm -hmm. Right, anything else? Um, yeah, I mean, there's many aspects, right? Uh, I think uh, very important in, in business is also to constantly innovate, to constantly work on uh, new developments, to reinvest profits into the business, mm -hmm. um, to make sure that, uh, yeah, the staff is constantly, uh, you know, on, on, and the team members are constantly learning more, constantly improving, constantly thinking about the customers, and of course, as I said, uh, yeah, constantly innovate and always try to be a bit ahead of the curve and ahead of the, the customers, uh, the, the competition as well. Can, can you give us an example of how you innovate? Because we always talk about innovation, but you know, maybe I want to make this a little bit concrete for for audience. Well, I mean, we have, for example, at Tops, we have daily meetings um, with all the team members where we share the feedback of the, the, the day before, where we discuss what went right, what went wrong, where we introduce uh, new uh, new ways of maybe delivering our services. We constantly re review our food, we constantly review the beers. Uh, now we get the new brewery um, and... and, and new beers with a new brewmaster etc so constantly trying to to find new ways of keeping customers attracted of keeping the business also attractive mm -hmm. to others um, I think compliance in such a business is uh, you know our complacency in a sense is, is is quite dangerous sleeping on your on your laurels absolutely okay and so I want to know a little bit more about about hops 
Cambodia and in Asia, it's in general for people they don't know that there's a lot of beer, beer drinking. So it's, it was already a very crowded market. Why did you decide to you know, open hops? Well, indeed, it, it was a very crowded market, but um, the, you know, we, we uh, for me as a, as a German, uh, I'm, I'm a big, uh, you know, a big fan, fan <laughs> of beer, but also of uh, of the German or Bavarian beer drinking culture, mm -hmm. which is, uh, you know, Munich has a hundred beer gardens, and uh, so the the concept of sitting together in an outdoor environment um, with fresh beer, with nice people, with good food. That was a concept that I felt was not that available here. Mm -hmm. There was, of course, a big beer drinking culture, yeah. and there is many beer gardens. Mm -hmm. But uh, I would say this particular, uh, you know, European angle in the beer garden was not yet here. Okay. And I think that's where we found our niche. So that's a, that was a way also of, for, of innovating. Yeah, if you want so, absolutely. I mean, the other parts of innovation for us is certainly the architecture, the style of design. Mm -hmm. The uh, combination of entertainment with um, with food, with beer, with art, with mm -hmm. outdoor spaces. So Hobbs uh, has, a, has certainly a concept that is a bit different from other. Mm -hmm. And restaurants. How, did, how did the market react? Um, interesting question. Um, initially, uh, with care, um, because people were not used, for example, in Cambodia to walk on gravel, on little gravel stones. Okay. So Cambodian visitors, guests, especially the females said, well, we can't walk here because we have higher heels. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, it took a while and then um, women now come with, uh, without high heels. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, is, it's uh, of course, something like this needs to be introduced, you know, when, when every beer garden or every place, a restaurant here is, is, has a closed surface. And um, of course, uh, you know, people need to get used to this concept of a bit of a garden atmosphere. Mm -hmm. And, um, but now it's, it's working. Mm -hmm. And uh, I must say that uh, also one of the uh, the key achievements that we have probably made is that uh, that Hobbs is a very international place. So uh, our clientele is now a very healthy mix of, of Europeans, Asians, Cambodians, uh, Chinese guests, Japanese, Koreans, um, Americans. So uh, we have a very healthy mix of, of customers. Mm -hmm. okay. my, my, my show is about, you know, cracking the entrepreneur's code like you know that's um, like a quest what do you think are the qualities for being a successful entrepreneur i don't know uh, that uh, history will tell that uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay but i think it's, it's, what it's you a bit learned. early to talk about uh, the, based the, on what you learned so far based on what i've learned so far it's certainly um uh, it's, it's persistence persistence it's definitely uh, you know when you have an idea uh, make sure that idea is good that idea is solid, look at it from various angles. So market, most market research? Well, saying? market research, yeah, market research or just whatever you, you yourself believe uh, is in the market and, and is, uh, the market would, would like to, um, to have. But then also defend that idea, push that idea through um, and find supporters for that idea. Are you saying are you saying that because you've faced a lot of a lot of uh, obstacles along the way of people, you know, who were not believing in your ideas? Sure. I mean, that's always the case and uh, nobody says that my ideas are the best ideas. But um, ultimately, um, yeah, I mean, you, you have to do some convincing, you have to tell people that uh, you know what you're talking about, you know mm -hmm. what you're doing. But then, of course, also you have to um, deal with, uh, with obstacles along the way. Um, you have to, uh, you know, maybe adjust your financing necessities, your financial plans. 
uh, you know, your project might grow beyond what you had originally forecasted, mm -hmm. or you know, the, the volume of investment might grow. Um, cost might, uh, you know, develop in a different area. You know, time uh, might get out of hand, etc. I think the most important thing is really to to believe in what you're doing, to persist, um, to go through the sleepless nights when there is some, mm -hmm. and uh, to to uh, you know continue believing in the project and in the team and in, in, in your, your vision. Yeah. So you're mentioning the people again. Yeah. Very important. Uh, you can't do anything alone in your life, or very few things. Um, so you do need. Um, to, to convince people that you're doing the right thing, you need to convince them that you are a person they would like to work with and mm -hmm. they accept as a, as a leader in that, in that, uh, in that context. Mm. So yeah, there is uh, quite a few aspects of that, but playing with a team is the most important thing, obviously. Okay, so believe in the team. Absolutely. Okay. What is your biggest success today, do you think? That's certainly my family. Your family? Mm -hmm. Interesting. Absolutely. I mean, you know, there was uh, certainly something unexpected, and uh, it's not easy also to manage. Yeah. And um, can you can you can you find time to or ways to balance, you know, your work life and your and your private life? Thank God, yes, I can. Uh, uh, you know, my partner is very involved as well in our businesses, mm -hmm. and, and uh, we are sharing. And uh, yeah, I would say yes, I can find a good way of balancing that. Um, however, again, also only because I have good team members who I can rely on and who uh, who. Uh, you know, take on certain aspects of the business um, and, uh, you know, allow me then to maybe sometimes also lean back a little bit now mm. and, and look at uh, everything from a distance. Mm. So coming back to hiring the right people that would help you having this, you know, a balanced life. Absolutely. Okay, interesting. And um, where would you like your business or businesses to go? What's your big dream? The big dream, I don't have a big dream per se, to be honest. Um, I think it's very important that uh, businesses are inclusive, that uh, we bring everybody in the business uh, up together with us. I don't have this vision of increasing business 20% mm -hmm. every year, 15%. I don't think that's very important. I think important is that uh, uh, yeah, the, the business is, is continues to innovate, continues to serve customers well, continues to come up with new products, new ideas. Uh, but also continues to allow us to increase salaries, to increase social benefits, to allow our team members to participate in the success of the business. I think that is very, very important. Um, and then, uh, yeah, for, uh, once once this is in place, once the customers are happy, the staff is happy, then the business grows automatically. Right, right. It's it's another interesting point. Every time I ask that that question, nobody says absolutely nobody says I want to become rich. It's like money doesn't really matter when you are an entrepreneur. I don't. Yeah, I think that's that's in a way it's true. I mean, for an entrepreneur, I guess um, <clears throat> the success lies in in, in, in the road. The, the, mm. the road is is the goal, and not so much uh, the end of the road. Mm. Um, I, I do very strongly believe that if you do business to make money, then you can only be a banker, you should go into property, <laughs> but uh, you shouldn't, uh, you know, you're not going to start a business from scratch and work hard for it. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, I think uh, fulfilling the fulfillment in that sense lies with, uh, lies, comes comes uh, through the through the trip along the road. Mm -hmm. And the people that you can reward. The people along, you can work with, yeah. the customers you make happy, yeah. um, of course also the financial uh, revenues and various aspects, but uh, the, the the, the trip is, is the goal. The trip, the goal. All right. If you have, or considering everything that you know now, 
what you would have done differently? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Um, but maybe a few small things right and left here and there. Yeah. Overall, I don't think I wouldn't, would have done many things differently. I think one of the greatest luxuries you have as an entrepreneur is that actually you can make mistakes. Mm -hmm. And uh, mistakes are there to, to be learned of and to, to, uh, yeah, to, to take consequences of them or not. Yes. Some mistakes you can do two times, three times, four times. Um, but uh, uh, that is then up to you, you know. You, you choose what mistakes you want to make. <laughs> <laughs> so do you let your team make mistakes? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's not a big problem. If somebody makes a mistake, that's good. If the mistake comes out of a good intention or it comes out of doing something, uh, you know, in, in the way he thinks uh, he should do it, uh, we can always correct it. We can discuss mistakes. Mm -hmm. um, mistakes are there. Uh, without mistakes, nobody can improve. Yeah, it's, it's, part, it's part of the learning, part learning, of the learning, learning process. process. Absolutely. Okay, and one last question for you. What you know, <coughs> advice you would give to entrepreneurs out there listening to us or wannabe entrepreneurs? Well, I would say definitely um, if you have an idea, uh, make sure it's your own idea, it's a unique idea or it's a unique angle on an existing idea. Don't copy another product. Um, definitely always try to, to find your own style, your own design, your own uh, approach to mm -hmm. a business. And once you have that, persevere. Don't give up after the first five times then when, when <laughs> things go back bad. Yeah. Um, keep keep believing, keep continuing. Um, and sometimes uh, you have to, to, to yeah, just keep fighting many years until successes come or not. Yeah. Uh, i give you an example. Uh, let's say Look at Apple. Apple uh, did not make a single dollar in profit for 20 years. Mm -hmm. uh, Tesla hasn't made a single dollar in profit in, in 20 years. So <clears throat> there is some, some entrepreneurs are out there. They have their visions, they have their ideas, and uh, they keep defending them. Some might fail, some will succeed. Uh, history will tell. History will tell. But as, soon as, as long as you believe in it, it's going to be fine. It can be fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, uh, Tassilo. And thank you very much for joining. If you have liked this video, please subscribe to my YouTube channel. See you next time. Bye.